This is the Back Porch Education Podcast. Today on the show, Steve and I talk about analysis and synthesis. That is, pulling it apart and putting it back together. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. I like hard work, Steve. Do you? <laughs> yeah. You must. We keep making these podcasts. <laughs> oh, but. And you keep bringing these poems, and they're pretty hard work, too, man. They, yeah. Well, I, I like other there. people's hard work. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, this. Uh, this poem by Samuel Taylor Coleridge uh, is a is a classic. It is. Let me look here. Oh yeah, I think it's a sonnet. Yeah, I think it is. Stroll, so stroll. short. One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> Four. Yeah, it is. So um, I th- love sonnets. It's it's Limericks a great. Are one. pretty good too. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that art form, the the limerick. Clara Hughes are also really funny if you uh, want to go down a rabbit hole. But, um, okay, so this uh, sonnet, entitled Work Without Hope, is, I think, a nice place for us to start. All All nature seems at work. Slugs leave their lair. The bees are stirring. Birds are on the wing. And winter slumbering in the open air wears on his smiling face a dream of spring. And I, the while, the sole unbusy thing, nor honey make, nor pair, nor build, nor sing. Yet well I kin the banks where amaranths blow, have traced the fount when streams of nectar flow, Bloom, O ye amaranths, bloom for whom ye may. For me ye bloom not, glide rich streams away. With lips unbrightened, wreathless brow I stroll. And would you learn the spells that drowse my soul? Work without hope draws nectar in a sieve. And hope without an object cannot live. I recently read an article. You wrote it. <laughs> I don't know. Here we go. Uh, on, pen is out. <laughs> on analysis and synthesis. And um, I thought that it was great. I, I appreciated it. Um, thank you for sharing it with me. Um, we'll be sure to include a, a, a link on the podcast. Uh, I, I think that uh, we would all benefit from reading it. Um, but here's what I propose. Uh, I propose that we take uh, your, your thesis and we do some analysis and then some synthesis. Okay. I want to I take what you said and I want to break it down and then I want to put it back together. To model what we're talking about. I, 
I don't know. I that's what I want to do. I don't know if that's mm. what's going to happen, uh, but I, I'd like to try it. So, um, as I understood it, what what you were saying uh, is that uh, analysis and synthesis are different skills mm-hmm. and uh, or activities, and um, these days. We focus a lot more on analysis than synthesis. That's not because, uh, and, and, and you're not here saying that analysis is bad. No, In fact, it's necessary. good. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Uh, but it's half the time. But it's half, and we might, I, I don't think you said this, but it, uh, I might snarkily add uh, the lesser half, the easier half, maybe. Okay. The, the, the primary, the, the prior half. Often the first half. The first yes. half. Yeah. Um, so often, in my estimation, we do half mm-hmm. and leave it lay mm-hmm. and frustrate teacher and student. Right. Because then that we just go out and tear something well, else out. What was the lines from the poem? Uh, uh, hope without an object cannot live. Right. So we, it's, it's, it's right. staring at the pieces on the floor. Yeah. Right. Well, okay. So start here. This uh, this image that you have of, of your of your dad <laughs> pulling apart the car. Yes. So uh, please uh, recount that story. My first vehicle is an old one. Right. Sixty nine Chevy Impala. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And three twenty seven V eight, and uh, it wasn't perfect. Um, I know that the farmer who owned it before me ran um, uh, ran natural gas through it. Ooh. And it got converted back to be sold. So it was a clean machine, right? Natural gas runs no very doubt. Yeah, clean. It's super clean, yeah. But uh, it just had an odd... Timing, yeah. There's a little hesitation. And for a young man like myself, this caused some complaints. I mentioned to my dad it seemed to be... Maybe it needs a tune-up is the, the term. <laughs> I'm not a mechanic. I have no idea what that right. And but, you were a teenager at right, the time. Yes, yes a young yeah, man. So. In Kansas, when when young men could drive at a very early age, and that's all that was said. And um, sometimes I drove it to school, and sometimes finances indicated it stayed at home. And I walked to school; it wasn't yeah. that far. I lived about two miles from my school. Okay, so a walk was possible. It was cool to drive, right? No but, doubt. But I come home, <coughs> uh, don't find my father in the house, go out in the backyard, and every piece of that engine yeah. was outside the hood, <laughs> on the yard. I was amazed, A, that he had taken my engine apart, <laughs> and B, that he had taken the care. He had a mechanic's background. He understood that that order was key here. Ooh. You know, just start throwing pieces... He had it laid out. He knew what went with what. Right. He had it. It was very organized, very orderly. And I was impressed by that because I yeah. could not have done that. In the grass, on cardboard? Uh, it was in the grass. Just, yeah, just in, in the, the grass. grass. Wow. And as, so his, he had a little station set up. Uh-huh. And as a piece, the next piece was to be reassembled, he was inspecting it, cleaning it. If necessary, lubricating it. Right. Yeah. You know, it was going right. in correctly with attention given to no broken parts, no 
no improper worn seals spacing or <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't know the, the gaps were all good right you know I don't know yeah no. use your imaginations everybody I have no idea what I'm talking <laughs> but there was that moment when once it was all back together and there were no pieces left on the <laughs> the ground nice um, he he handed me the key and said give it a give it a try and it wow cranked up and it purred like a kitten. Wow. I wasn't one of those guys with the mufflers and glass packs and all that kind of thing. But it had a nice l- little rumble to it, yeah. you know. It, it sounded had. like you knew it should. And it, oh, I, it worked. Yeah. How did you do that, Dad? Right. And again, 1969, you can still do that without being a computer genius. Right. You know, and having all kinds of very specialized tools to, right. to hex nuts and so on. Uh, so, uh, he... He taught me, without either of us knowing it, mm-hmm. that that this is the whole thing. It became a it, it became a metaphor for me as I moved into teaching, that that often whatever's being taught, the constituent pieces, the facts, the parts, the specifics, mm-hmm. right? I th- I, I, I think I put it in my uh, article that the, the, the way I like to think about this having taught logic for a while is the difference between induction and deduction. Right. Right. One moves from the parts to the principle mm-hmm. and the other says this being the principle what are the probable parts. We can parts? derive the parts. Right. Right. right, right. So uh, in, in, in essence dad had an engine not working correctly <coughs> tears it all down. Mm-hmm. Analysis. Analysis. Right. And then puts it all back synthesizes it back right. into a Engine, right? Not yeah. the pieces of an engine, but an engine, right? That worked. a properly functioning yes, engine, a working engine, <laughs> and and I think that 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 metaphor has served me well in education for what I'm trying to do in most teaching experiences. That a, that a student's mind needs to see the parts, and we're usually pretty good about that, right? I've taught mostly in the humanities, mm-hmm. so. Uh, you know, uh, history, for example, what came before, what, what are the dates, who the, who the major players, what's the geography, you know, uh, you know, but, but being able to rattle off all those parts, you know, walking around the yard yeah. and going, I think that's part of the carburetor, and well, that's a piston ring, yeah. is of no use in, and I mean that literally, Mm-hmm. Is of really no life use yeah. unless that knowledge is then put together for an operating engine to take you down the road. Right. Right. And so, if our emphasis is on wisdom and virtue, mm-hmm. knowing what's right, mm-hmm. no, and in particular, knowing the the minutia, yeah, of what is wise, it, it isn't even wisdom at that point, right? The scriptures call it knowledge, and when you start putting it together, it becomes understanding. Mm-hmm. And when you start living by it, there's your wisdom. Yeah. So there has to be this assembly. There has to be this connection. Yeah. The, the puzzle pieces have to be put together. And what we're hoping for is the finished. But with education, mm-hmm. as opposed to the engine, the engine had, what, 463 parts of water. Sure. And when the 463rd goes click, it's done. Right. A human life is not like that. Nope. It's con- it's a it's a lifetime. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, who's a soul on that? 
Priestess asked Solon if he was tell me if I'm a happy man and oh, so yeah. I can't say until you're dead. Right. Count no man happy till he's dead. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, that's that's the problem of education is is we're continuously analyzing, synthesizing. Mm-hmm. It's not or we ought to be. Well, yeah, yeah, right, right, you're right. 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 Education. It's not right. a singular act. It's a continuous, uh, almost a dance. Yeah. What needs to be broken down that they might understand and see the parts? Now, how can we put it back together so right. that they can use it? Right. Well, and, and, there's a sense in which this scales, right? Um there when when I, I, I recently uh, repaired a performed minor repairs, I don't know what I'm doing either, okay, uh, on on a on a generator that I have and um I pulled off what I called the carburetor. And if you took it into a small engine repair shop, they would and you held it up, they would say, That's a carburetor. I mean, that is what it was. It's all the parts of a carburetor. Right, right. So it's a, in, in terms of an, an engine, organ. right, exactly. Like, in terms of an engine, the carburetor is a part. But when uh, doing the other things I knew how to do didn't fix the problem, well, guess what? The carburetor just became a hole that now, that is W-H-O-L-E, an, an entity, an entire thing. That needs to That be. now I need to break apart further. So I did some analysis, pulled pulled out, pulled off, dismantled, but then I found I zeroed in on one part and I said, hmm, more analysis here. Right? Um, that sort of thing happens uh, in education all yeah. of the time. Well you all and I both the time. work with literature, right? Yeah. And so you'll get the kid that actually read it. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Ken. If you're listening now, thank you so much. We appreciate it. For me, it was about six years ago, but (laughs) thank you if you're still here. Now, so here we have this this story, and the way they want to demonstrate their their, their facility with the story is to just keep flooding me with the details. Yeah, summary. Right. Right. So, So they start out, well, it's about a guy that Kill his yeah. wife. Okay, but what happened? So then he starts to talk. Well, what happened before the death? What we did and what happened after? But, oh, but oh, oh, and and there was this inspector dude, and he was. Oh yeah, and, and it really wasn't his wife. It was an old lady, and he used an axe. And oh, so now we're. I know this story. Right, <laughs> you know? right. But but what's it about? Yeah. I just told you. I just told you. Yeah. No, you just told me. It's parts. Mm-hmm. When it's. Put together as a story, where is the story leading you? Mm-hmm. And if the author helps you, as Dostoevsky did in that instance, mm-hmm. they go, I think it's about crime and punishment. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Yes! <laughs> ding ding! Right. Winner, winner, chicken. Right. <laughs> you found a part. Right. It's a critical part. Now, uh, now yeah. why? You know, right, I mean, right. so so the teacher is constantly, when he senses that they don't see enough of, that the carburetor needs to be undone. Right. Then then that his questioning is designed to get them to take it apart. Yep. But he can't leave. Okay, you obviously know all the parts. Right. 
there's got to be this synthesis. And, yeah. and I think Adler was wonderful on this. I know we, we keep coming back to these three columns, and we haven't ever done an actual podcast on the yeah, three columns. Yeah, we need to. <laughs> but, but this was his point, is that every lesson has usually dealt with somewhat in a lecture format, or I think there can be some experimental, especially in math, playing around with it on paper, but there's, but there's this, this breaking down. Mm-hmm. What, what, what all's here? Mm-hmm. What, do I, what do I got here? Right. And and then there's an, a, a, a coaching that goes on that has to do with the skills necessary right. to break down, to, to read it for right. its pieces, right. and to synthesize. How have we dealt with similar things like this before? Right. right. Exactly. That sort of exactly. Thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, but to him, what would save education, what he thought we were lacking, was the synthetic act of the seminar of getting... Eight or ten or twelve minds to seek together the 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 whole. The, what, so what is that? We've obviously all read it. We've got the parts. Mm-hmm. But when we put it, let's, let's let's put this back together, together. Yeah, and see where this goes. Right. And um, and I see that all the time in almost every subject. So math. Right. Yeah. How often have you seen it where they, they, why do I have to show my work? Isn't it just synthesis, the answer? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know how, how you got there. Right. Especially in the world of, of, of all the electronic cheats we have these right. days. I want to, well, do, can you. I want to measure your elegance. Okay. Right. Like, did you, did you do it elegantly? Yeah. Like, did, did you, uh. Because you may, in showing me your work, you may show me that you made, uh, you did in 15 steps what you could have done in four. Right. But because you don't know Mm -hmm. this thing, you're taking the long way around, which good on you for synthesizing it the way you could. You get to the right place. That's great. But. But. I want. I'm not here for you. You could have done that without me. So, I'm being better at math than you. I am able to step in and say, "Hey, dude, check this out." Right. And everybody grows, right? I um. And so the student knows I'm never going to need to know that answer. Four point eight six. Right. I'm not sure when I'm ever going to be even computing a problem like this. Mm-hmm. But when they give me that, you know, when are we ever going to need this stuff in real life, Mr. Hunter? You're right. When life no longer has any problems for you to solve, right. yeah. math is stupid. <laughs> exactly. But, but until but there's, then, there's this, right, it, it, synthesis and, and analysis, right? I have to, in real life, faced with a real legitimate life, often moral problem, mm-hmm. there's analysis. What are the possibilities here? Right. What are the factors? Who all is involved? Right. What are the pieces? What are the possible ways this could be put together? What are the possible decisions? Right. Which one seems wisest and best? It, and, and the mathematical mind, the mind that's been trained in the discipline of problem solving, right. is better suited to solve problems yep. than the one that hasn't. Mm-hmm. So uh, even I mean, again, the the 
the sin we commit is when we specialize. Yeah. And all the math teachers want to turn all the kids into math lovers. Mm-hmm. I, I do too. As I, a literature I, teacher, I want them I, to love math. I, 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 want, right. I, I want them to love what's back behind it all. Yeah. And 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 if we put the cart before the horse, mm-hmm. we whichever cart it is, the science horse. card or the yeah. right, right. But 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 when we start fragmenting this up and trying to get you to love a pieces on the floor, mm-hmm. no, I want the puzzle. Right. So so that's my I, to me when we contemplated doing this. I don't know if we're ready for, for a conclusion yet or not, but my big takeaway, my big thing in thinking about this is I believe it is all one. I, yeah. I believe in the end the only way it makes sense is when it's all synthesized together. Yeah. And, this, and the Spanish acquisition is just as important as my art class or algebra, or sure, it's all there, right? And I may have a proclivity, an aptitude for certain parts of it that make me enjoy that more because it comes easy. But the hard parts, you know, I talked with somebody here recently about about swimming, right? You these swimming competitions, okay? And they have to choose what their various uh, strokes are going to be, right? And and. I couldn't swim very well, and so my Boy Scout trip, when we got into a competitive swim meet, chose up by who's strong at what. Now what do we need? Elliot, you do the rest. You know. Yeah. And, and I, I was telling my sons, I shocked myself and everybody else by, by coming in first in the backstroke. <laughs> I think it's because I couldn't tell where I was going. Um, you know? Right. <laughs> I was just going for it. Right. And nobody was more surprised than me when I whacked the wall. Right. And found out I'm here first. <laughs> right. But and I'm still breathing. Yeah. Was... But but there's the the the, uh, the uh the way everything is tied together and that there that, that the the Greeks understood this, that yeah. the that the mind and the body right. And so so you it's school isn't about just a thing, oh, you're really good at math. I'm going to step on toes here, but let's put you in a school that just does math because right. make you into only this thing. Yeah. Right. That mathematician, A, is going to excel in some ways in your music class. Mm-hmm. Sure. They're the same thing. Yeah. But he desperately needs, maybe he doesn't need, you know, when you go to the gym, you work out various parts of your body. Right. The, the one you hate the most is probably what needs the most work. Yeah, sure. Right? So sure. the mathematician needs his butt kicked a little bit in English class yep. or, or history because he's kind of... Right. Right. And it's not so that he can sort of level up when it comes to being a math guy. We're not trying to create math guys. We're trying to create guys. Right. We're yeah. trying to... Yeah, we're Humans. trying to create... Humans, integral, uh, well-formed. Well, Aristotle called it uh, eudaimonia, right? Mm-hmm. The, this sort of the the idea of uh, a flourishing mm-hmm. person yeah. is yeah. that one who can do all the things that he or she um, ought to be able to do. Can right? enjoy, yeah, whatever they're doing, right. As opposed to feeling like, man, I got to get up every day and do this one thing that I'm good at, not just to make money, 
But because it's all I know how to do. Right. And so so um, you said that the Greeks uh, understood it, and and I think that um, you're you're absolutely right, and I think Coleridge understood it uh, as well. Um, the I, I read uh, Work Without Hope, but the obvious and only right poem to read for this episode is Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. <laughs> well, now it's 700 yeah, some lines. The longest podcast right. we've had since, at least since Built Soil. Right. <laughs> well, that's only about 300. But uh, so, so it is, it's quite long, but, but the, the, um, the notion of killing the, the albatross, mm-hmm. right? Um, he wants to understand the beauty of the albatross so he destroys it. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, no, that's in my wrong. article. Right? That's no, wrong. Not, yeah. not not rhyme of the ancient mariner, but the but the biology dissection. dissection. Yeah, exactly. Right? That that I'm going to understand this living thing by killing it and cutting it apart. Mm-hmm. You will understand its parts. Life. Right. Yeah. Ra- yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm getting ahead. No, of you. no, no. But but I'm okay with the dissected frog as long as there's a living frog to see the difference. And yeah. to bring it back together, having seen his internal organs, this is what it does. Right, right. You and did. You didn't dissect. Well, let's see. I don't. I don't know how far I want to push this, but but it's something like. Oh, I understand frogs now. <laughs> really? How's that? Well, because I dissected a frog. No. You dissected that which was a frog. You could have you dissected a, frog. <laughs> a corpse. <laughs> yes, right? right, right, exactly. You don't understand fr- frogs. You may have learned quite a bit about frogs from uh, dissecting that corpse, but uh, let's not forget what you were trying to understand from the beginning. It, it's not just analysis, right, right? Right. But it is pursuing that. That whole thing. That delight that in the thing is thing. a thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, just read a quick quote from Charles Dickens, one of my favorite authors, in his book Hard Times. It's fairly short. Um, uh, see if I can put this all together. The first paragraph of the book says, Now what I want is facts. He's an analysis man. Mm-hmm. Teach these boys and girls nothing but facts. Facts alone are wanted in life. Plant nothing else and root out everything else. You can only form the minds of reasoning animals upon facts. Nothing else will ever be of any service to them. This is the principle on which I bring up my own children, and this is the principle on which I bring up these children. Stick to the facts, sir. Hmm. Now, this is Mr. Gradgrind, the head of a school. Right. That Dickens is wanting us to not like. (laughs) (laughs) For its analysis. Thomas Gradgrind, sir, a man of realities, a man of facts and calculations, a man who proceeds upon the principle that two and two are four and nothing over, and who is not to be talked into allowing for anything over. In such terms, Mr. Gradgrind always mentally introduced himself, whether to his private circle of acquaintance or to the public in general. Indeed, as he eagerly sparkled at them from the cellarage before mentioned, he seemed a kind of cannon loaded to the muzzle with facts. (laughs) 
and prepared to blow them clean out of the regions of childhood at one discharge. <laughs> he seemed a galvanizing apparatus, too, charged with a grim mechanical substitute for the tender young imaginations that were to be stormed away. Girl number 20, <laughs> <laughs> said Mr. Gragrind squarely, pointing with his square forefinger. I don't know that girl. Who is that girl? Sissy Jupe, sir, exclaimed number 20, blushing, standing up and curtsying. Sissy is not a name, said Mr. Gradgrind. Don't call yourself Sissy. <laughs> call yourself Cecilia. He names her on the spot. There you go. <laughs> its father is calls me Sissy, sir, returned the young girl in a trembling voice, and with another curtsy. Then he has no business to do it, said Mr. Gradgrind. <laughs> Tell him he mustn't. Cecilia Jupe, let me see. What is your father? He belongs to the horse riding, if you please, sir. Mr. Gragrind frowned and waved off the objectionable calling with his hand. Um, and he, and he in, in inquires for a little while and then says, uh, Very well, then, he's a veterinary surgeon, a farrier, and horsebreaker. Give me your definition of a horse. Okay, here we go. Here we go. We're back to the frog, but it's bigger. Right. It's a horse. Right. <laughs> Sissy Jupe thrown into the greatest alarm by this demand. Girl number 20, unable to define a horse said Mr. Gradgrind, for the general behoof of all the little pitchers. Already pictured all the little kids as being little pitchers that that he would pour these facts into. Girl number 20 possessed of no facts in reference to one of the commonest of animals. Some boy's definition of a horse. Bitzer? Yours, a little bitzer. Right. The square finger moving here and there lighted suddenly on bitzer, perhaps because he chanced to sit in the same ray of sunlight. (laughs) <laughs> which, darting in at one of the bare windows of the intensely whitewashed room, irradiated Sissy. For the boys and girls, I'm not going to get into how they divided up the room, <laughs> but Bitzer, Mr. Thomas Grind said, your definition of a horse. Sir, quadruped, gramnivorous, 40 teeth, namely 24 grinders, 4 eye teeth, and 12 incisive, sheds coat in the spring. In marshy countries, sheds hoofs too. Hoofs hard but requiring to be shod with iron age known by marks and mouth. Thus and much more from Bitzer. <laughs> here's the here's the punchline. Yep. Now, girl number twenty said, "Mr. Gradgrind, you know what a horse is." Hmm. <sighs> Analysis. Her father works with horses. Yeah. She's been around horses her whole life. Mm-hmm. She may not know all the parts and all the facts. Yeah. She knows horses. Yeah. But Mr. Gradgrind's definition of education is until you can spout off all the pieces, you don't know it. Now, I'm not necessarily arguing with his position that you know more about a horse if you know how many teeth it has. Sure. Or that it sheds its hoofs if in, in cold places or whatnot. But Sissy Jupe isn't bereft of all knowledge. She, her knowledge is of a different kind. Right. Her knowledge is synthetic. Right. She knows Dobbin. Mm-hmm. Not dead Dobbin cut up into pieces. Yep. Or all the facts of how many teeth and stomachs and etc. that Dobbin... She knows Dobbin as the horse able to do this and that and love me and work with my father and mm-hmm. needs this kind of care. It's a different kind of knowledge. That's is right. the point. That's right. So where we started is where I'm coming back. Yeah. It's not analysis or synthesis. It's got to be both. Mm-hmm. 
And the teacher has to ask themselves constantly, have I left either undone? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a, it's a real, um, it's a challenge to do it. But once you settle into that rhythm, once you establish those um, patterns of moving from one to the other, uh, it's delightful, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it really is um, easier. I mean, we, we start to see uh, all that education can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just to, to, to give it as a, a little example, right? In synthesis, at the neglect of analysis, what's Hard Times about? It's a book about a guy that hates kids. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't address any of the specifics. Mm-hmm. Right. The analyzer, mm-hmm. what's the book about? Uh, horses? <laughs> right. <laughs> that one piece right. stuck. Right. He, he doesn't remember all the pieces. Right? Sure. So he would be even wiser to say horses and bankers and right. blah, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. But um, uh, understanding is when they're, they're brought together. Yeah. Right, and and they can give you both answers, mm-hmm. and I think that that's an important part. Um, I teach a lot uh, in seminar about outlining. Okay, because it's I think with reading one of the most fundamental skills when it comes to analysis. But my outlines are not just an adult analytical outline. That's the middle. Okay, the first thing in my outlines for seminar is a statement of the whole. Gotcha. Having read pages five through twenty-three in one sentence, right? Tell me what this is about. Okay. Now show me how that's true. Mm-hmm. Fundamental arguments, supporting evidence, etc. And then at the end, a conclusion. Uh-huh. How might this affect how I live my life? Hmm. Now we're doing philosophy. We're, do, we're doing works designed to affect one's life, yeah. right? It'd be tougher. It, it, there ought to be an answer, but it'd be much tougher to do that conclusion for hard times or something like that, mm-hmm. but, or a portion of hard times. Right. But um, I, 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 think, I think the mind wants to do this. Yeah. And as I said earlier, I think it's frustrated if either is left undone. They, mm-hmm. they, they feel like they've been ripped off. Right. And... Um, and, and, and I would observe that in most cases, if there hasn't been any analysis, synthesis almost seems impossible. I don't have anything to put together. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, so that, that, it strikes me just now that when a student asks, uh, when are we ever going to use this, that um, it's them so sometimes... Uh, having done some analysis and then not having done any synthesis. As it were, that, they don't know what the point yeah, is. Right. And, and so then uh, they're, they're at this, well, it's literally, it's a frustration. They're frustrated. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, exactly. And so it and may be appropriate then to say, yeah, um, rather than, so they've, at, here's the thing though. They want synthesis, but they've asked a question that we often answer analytically. Yep. 
And so Bingo. it would probably be better to say, boy, I don't know. What are we doing? <laughs> right? Because it's then that they go, huh, yeah, what are we doing? Right. Well, and, and, and we get going down that synthesis track. We have a bad habit of answering the, the question at a practical level mm-hmm. to, well, you can balance your checkbook. Yeah. Congrats. That's cringe, Mr. L. Yeah, I don't even use that. Don't right. you have an online bank account where that's all kind of... So, yeah. Um, I, I could go on and on. I, I, what other thought came to my head as we were talking? And it didn't make it into my article because it just struck me now. Um, uh, my father was a hobby pilot and uh, was in a flying club. So, so eight men each owned an equal part of this very expensive airplane. Okay. Wow. And so I spent a good chunk of my life um, out at the airport. Yeah. Sometimes Dad was flying, and sometimes he was just hanging around airplanes. Sure. But um, a fellow was coming in on final approach, bringing that baby into the most dangerous parts of flying is landing a plane, right? And he's, he's everything's going well, and there's just this horrendous sound. Sounded like a cannon went off. Okay. And... I, I, of course, we all looked at the plane and saw the prop come to a stop. Ugh. And it's it's a small plane. He floated it in. He landed it. It mm-hmm. was fixed uh, uh, struts. It, it, the, everything was fine. Okay. Oh. Except for this big old hole in the cowling on the side where the engine was. Okay. And they, a couple of them got into the, the, the guy that ran the um, airport had a Jeep. And they got in that Jeep and went running around out looking yeah. where that sound had roughly occurred. Uh-huh. And came back in with a piston. Whoa. That had blown out. So now most, most it threw it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's an aluminum block, right? Most, yeah. most plane engines are worked up for lightness. And it had it had come out the side right whoa now this is before my experience with my dad in the backyard that <laughs> right, with. right right but had that experience in the backyard happened I might have asked my father can you fix it uh-huh. I was so amazed by his ability <laughs> to fix it you know. but but the answer would have been you can't put that back right something has so fundamentally broken the hole right right and I, I sometimes have contemplated that with this larger synthesis analysis parts and whole that that it's possible to so teach something Ooh. that it can't make sense. Right. Either you've left some big I don't I don't know what you've you irreparably a, damaged throw a rod out. Right, right. But right. but the mind Ooh. has to, to, to you got to replace it right be taught again wow right and I've seen sometimes kids uh, taught it seems to happen a lot in math mm-hmm. so I, I, I get in trouble here but two major ways to teach reading right? mm-hmm. the phonetic mm-hmm. formation and, and whole language CSA method the, the sort of memory method right and, and I've watched this. To me, my opinion here, listeners, <laughs> the whole language, if, if it, 
I don't mind it coming along to try and aid some aspects of phonetics. Yeah. But if phonics aren't the driving force, it's almost like it's thrown a rod in reading. Yeah. Because you're going to get to those words. The kid will come up to a word and go, <laughs> yeah, right. right. You know, in my medieval class, it's like every other word. Right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And the phonics-based learners, those that were taught to sound it out, attempt. Mm-hmm. Right? Hippopotamus. Good. You got it. Right. Right. And the other one just goes, eh. Right. What's that word? Right, and you tell them hippopotamus and hope they remember. Yeah. The next time they see that big old long word. Yeah. And and they go helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Wrong memory. Good try. So I I don't I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I, maybe I threw a rod at the very end no, there. No, but... <laughs> no. I think that's right, but I think it's another. I think it's another conversation. This this because it's an interesting idea. Can can you irreparably damage? Mm some uh, aspect of a formation or, or of someone's education. What well, you can certainly signs? tell them that the engine doesn't even exist. Right. Right. We do mm-hmm. that a lot. We, we, this is the reduction that we've talked about on several occasions. Right. We just go on a... That's not real. Yeah. That's, or, or that's nothing some but... Some people believe that. That's nothing but. Right. Nothing buttery. Yeah. Right. And and I hear that a lot where a a highly complex multi-part thing mm-hmm. is sold as you know that, that carburetor is just a carburetor. Yeah, that's a carburetor. There's, there's no pieces to it. You right. can't fix it. Yeah. You know. Not yeah. to get into consumerism here. But right. <laughs> why try yeah. and fix it? Buy a new generator. Right, do right. It, man. Yeah, and I'm you know to this day thankful for the teachers who have helped me uh, tear it down, mm-hmm. analyze it, and then uh, kindly, gently help me put it back together. Often, right? I knew what it. I thought I knew what it was mm-hmm. before analysis. Mm-hmm. After analysis, really, and when it's put back together, it's like it's a different thing. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That carburetor. Yeah, absolutely. That carburetor is so much more. Right. When you know what all's in it. Yeah. Well, than when it's what just it does. Yeah. And what it's for and how it and works. One little piece with the crack in it. <laughs> right. Was messing everything up. Yeah. Which, you know, not to get too deep into Paul, but, you know, or, or James. Yeah. Right. The tongue is such a small thing and right. it didn't set the whole world on fire. Mm. <laughs> or a podcast, if I. You can't have your meat if you don't eat your vegetables. vegetables.